0: Welcome to Backstage with Kennedy. This little show will be your remedy. From Toronto, spanning across the sea. Cool people, lots of laughs. This is your favorite podcast. Hello and welcome to Backstage with Kennedy. I'm here with uh, one of my most amazing friends, uh, the lovely Amy Gabba. How you doing, Amy?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. How are you quarantining? You, you're living life over there?
1: <laughs> living life the best that I can in quarantine, but at least I've got Ruby here next to me, so that helps.
0: Yeah. How's Ruby doing?
1: She's good. She's. I think her snoring's gotten a lot worse. Um, but other than that, she's good. <laughs>
0: um, just for just for all the viewers, uh, Ruby is um, Amy's lovely dog, Ruby Soho, named after um, yep. a rancid song. Um, correct.
1: Correct. Correct. You got it.
0: Which is the most badass punk dog name in the entire world? Quote <laughs> me on it.
1: <laughs> that should be on a t-shirt
0: <laughs> yeah I, I agree i agree um like one of those like dog shirts for for ruby yeah.
1: <laughs> i know i should just have like someone make art of ruby and just use her as like album cover from now on <laughs> have my mascot I,
0: I, I call dibs i call dibs
1: <laughs> <Okay. Perfect. laughs>
0: So, so what have you been doing? Just hanging out at home? Have you been like working on music or what's yeah. up? Yeah,
1: I mean, I've been smoking a lot more weed than I think I wanted to, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's been inspiring a lot of creativity, which is good. And I mean, yeah, I've been working on music, but it's weird that like when this all started, you know, I kind of thought I'm going to spend every day working on music and just have, you know, that's all I'm going to do. But you know, I think sometimes we have those hard days where you're just like, no, I'm not feeling it today. So sometimes I don't, and sometimes I do, and some days good songs, you know, end up being put together and other days not so much. So
0: hey Amen. I feel you on that. Um Kevin Kevin brought over recording gear for you, didn't he? Kevin uh Dietz, yeah, I think. Yeah, he was Kevin
1: brought year? um like a mic stand and like some stuff over for me, and then um my other friend Dave gave me like an interface and a mic to use and stuff like everyone's been really great so just like trying to get the home studio set up but right now I'm kind of like just I'm having some technical difficulties with the interface it's a little bit old um mm-hmm. so that's kind of why I haven't been able to start recording yet but I'm sure once that's all you know the bugs are worked out of that I'll be probably recording lots of stuff and I think mm-hmm. then I'll probably get a lot more done because you know when you get like hit a technical snag normally it's a yeah. deal because you can just call your friend and be like hey come over and show me how to use this but when you're social distancing and like no one can come over and help you and you're just like trying to describe it to your friends through like photos and videos it's a lot more difficult than like if you could actually have somebody just come do it right so
0: i i feel you 100 percent. that's like with what's going on with my laptop right now it's like the most frustrating thing in the entire world that just won't turn on. So
1: Yeah. We take the simple things for granted. Right. And then when something happens, you're like, Oh my God, like this never used to be so difficult. Why did I ever take that for granted? So it's been a good life lesson for all of us in humility.
0: I know completely. (laughs) So, um, so Amy, you're from Alberta originally. What was it like growing up out there?
1: Oh, I got to see, I got to try and answer this politically correct without offending anybody, but (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean it was interesting i'm really glad i did grow up there because moving to toronto I was able to experience a very different place and, and contrast it with something else right like if mm-hmm. if alberta was all i ever knew then i think i'd be quite a different person than i am now so um i'm really grateful for growing up there but i mean it was and still is very kind of conservative um <laughs> judgmental very old school you know like someone in her her 30s who's not married is like oh my god what the hell's wrong with you I mean most of the people I grew up with are you know on their second marriage or you know they they married their high school sweethearts or you know what I mean so I'm a bit of a black sheep when it comes to that but I mean I still had a really great life growing up my my parents and my and my family were so good to me and they came to all my shows and We all, they, we all supported each other with whatever kind of our dreams were. And my parents were really good to me and I don't, I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't, you know, was if I wasn't playing in bars and bands when I was 11 years old because my mom let me, so.
0: That's (laughs) wild. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Did, did you move to Toronto because of music or was it for something else?
1: Um, I think, like in the back of my mind, obviously I wanted to be in Toronto because of music and, and that was a big part of it, but I think I told myself I was just coming for school so I went to York University and that's really why I came out here but I think that was also just the story I wanted to tell my parents on why I was moving away because it's like hey I got into York University I'm gonna go to school out there they're gonna be a lot more supportive than if you're like hey I'm gonna run away and be a musician in Toronto see you later (laughs) so (laughs) I was able to You know, an excuse to go, but yeah, it was ultimately for
0: music. I hope they're, I hope they're listening to this. (laughs) Oh, they know
1: now. Yeah, I mean, otherwise I would have come back when I graduated, and I didn't, so I think they figured that out.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that. So how's how's it balancing three bands? Like, I, I, it blows my mind that you you do. Like, (laughs) you got the Joan Jack cover band, you got the ACDC cover band, and then you got Amy Gabb and the Almost Famous. Which actually, the song that was playing earlier on in this podcast, which you didn't hear, Amy, <laughs> um, is um, one of one of your songs off uh, the Almost Famous. Awesome.
1: What do mm-hmm. you know? Which
0: one? <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, how am I forgetting what it's called right now? Let no, me okay. see. Well, it's
1: a song, and it's a mystery. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's. Um... Lovers and Sinners? Is that a song?
1: Oh, Soulmates and Strangers. Soulmates and Strangers. That's
0: it. <laughs>
1: That's close, though. It's awesome. Um, okay, so balancing it's three bands. It's stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, balancing three bands. I mean, everyone always hears that, and they're like, oh, my God, you must have, like, no free time and be super busy. And, I mean, I, I am busy, but not like you think, because it's not like being in these three bands, you play a show with those bands every weekend or even every month, right? Like, the schedules will they vary. And, and, you know, really, we only play shows on Fridays and Saturdays. It's super where we'd have anything during the week. And then, I mean, there is rehearsals, but it's not like it's every single week you have band rehearsal with three bands either. So it's really not that bad. And it's nice because it's, you know, you get to play more often. Whereas when you're only in one, you kind of play Toronto once every six weeks, if you're lucky. that's just not enough music for most musicians. So I think you'll find a lot of people there in as many bands as they can be. I'm trying to get in a fourth right now. So we'll see how that all goes. <laughs> then you can ask me how busy I am. Uh-oh, are you still there? Amy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here.
0: Okay, okay, just make it sure. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. Um oh, okay. it's This damn app. <laughs> Goddamn Carol Baskin. <laughs>
1: oh. I wonder how many times we've heard that just in the last month of our lives.
0: Yeah, I've been saying it like every day nonstop.
1: Yeah. Kyle's been like, nonstop with the memes too. I think he sent me one and it was like, Goddamn Carol, ba- that bitch Carol Baskin. It's like written in like alphabet soup or something with all the letters. <laughs> like, damn, that's commitment. <laughs>
0: did, did Kyle write that or is it actually no, like a meme? I don't know. He just,
1: he, I
0: feel like, he would make like a he would make like a Tiger King pizza or something like that. That would be more up Kyle's alley.
1: Oh, absolutely, he would.
0: <laughs> so, um, have you have you been watching Tiger King? Or are you like
1: I did watch you... it, but then someone told me that apparently there's a new, um, episode that's out now or something. There's an extended episode. I don't oh, know if it's true. So don't. Call it's me really on this, just but... a
0: behind the scenes. Is I mean, not behind the scenes. Okay,
1: so it's not, like, more information that we're all so longing for?
0: No, it's just interviews. It's just interviews okay. with, uh, with the cast, yeah. It's and then it was kind of... everything
1: we're seeing, I guess. So, yeah, I did watch it. I mean, everyone was like, I thought this was going to be the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. And, I mean, in some capacity, it is. The fact that it's real and it actually happened, but it's, like... It was. I would give it, like, maybe an 8 out of 10. Like, it wasn't, like, the best thing I've ever seen. Like, everyone kind of told me it was going to be. I think I had, like, built up my expectations.
0: I mean, when you lived out in Alberta, I'm sure you saw some stuff. You know? They're going to rodeos
1: and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, people just, like, live with tigers out there. Trust me. Like, they have them as pets in Alberta. So, you know, it's, like, not even weird to watch that show. Yeah.
0: So Amy, what um, yeah. how did you become so connected? Like you know everybody in the scene, I feel like. Like I told you that the one night when we were at the bovine. I was like, How do you know everybody? Like it does it doesn't make sense. I'm still wondering. <laughs>
1: I don't think I know everybody. I don't know. I, I definitely don't know everybody. Trust me. I It might've just been one of those nights where you're lucky enough to run into all your friends, but (laughs) I don't know. I guess I just, I talk to people. I don't know when to shut up clearly. So, I mean, even like how we started kind of hanging out, you just meet people through people and, and you, you know, you kind of keep in touch with people and you network and, and you try to just take care of those relationships best that you can, I guess. But I'm like, I definitely don't know everybody and I'm terrible with names. So sometimes I will run into people and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like such a jerk. because I cannot remember your name, but I'll probably remember what beer you drank when we hung out and everything we talked about.
0: I think I think honestly, you support local. And I think that's a huge, a huge contributor to like why, like, you know, so many people, even though you don't think you do. Um, it's it's because you you go to shows and you support people and all that. You know what I mean? I'm... Oh, yeah,
1: and you have to too. Like, you can't expect anyone to come to yours if you're not gonna like support your scene and your and your friends and your community too.
0: Exactly, and you give people free shots on their birthday, which is pretty.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yes, yes, we do. Oh my gosh, that's, that was a fun night too. I missed that part so much. <laughs> yep.
0: That's how we met. How's um? Is is the bluebird like? How are you guys dealing with uh with everything your your bar?
1: Well, we're still kind of trying to, try to figure it out. Um, we've been like exploring like takeout, but we're also like, is are people gonna want to come and take out like a wine and like a bottle of wine and a charcuterie and cheese board? Maybe I would, but I don't I just don't know if everybody thinks the way that I do. But um, yeah. we're throwing around other ideas too, like maybe doing some like bluebird bartending classes on like Instagram Live or just trying to find a way to like stay in touch with everybody. Um, we've done a few zoom calls with our regulars too, obviously just like keeping in touch with them and trying to make sure everyone's okay. But, um, I think we still have a long way to go, so we're going to definitely have to do something and figure something out. But I think we're still like in the phase where we're trying to figure out like, okay, like what's happening and how is this going to work? So it's definitely been a pretty stressful time for people who have bars and, or work in like the service industry as well.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I, I, I love the Bluebird Bar, um, okay. and it's always such a good vibe with you guys. So I just wanted to make sure you guys were all good. Um, if uh, any of my listeners are um, from Toronto um, or surrounding areas, go to the Bluebird Bar, get your ass down there, and uh, have, uh, have a nice glass of wine and some charcuterie.
1: <laughs> Perfect. When, served by, served by
0: Amy Gaba from Amy Gaba and the Almost Famous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> perfect. Well, and like I'll, Caitlin will tell you all about the music while you're there. So it's perfect.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, let me think. What else did I want to ask you? Oh, um, I wanted to ask you if meeting me was the greatest day of your life.
1: Oh, absolutely. A hundred times over.
0: All right. We'll, well never but- be the
1: same again. Not like, I'm <laughs> so happy that you're in my life. Because, no, honestly, like, come on. We've like known each other such a short amount of time, but we've had some really awesome times and we've seen a lot of really great bands and had some really good, like, deep life chats, I feel like.
0: So yeah, judge I, feel like, I feel like you are one of my best friends and, like, I've only known you for, like, <clears throat> probably, like, five months now
1: oh that's cute we should make each other cakes and have an anniversary party
0: <laughs> oh, well, i'll buy you a pie or something oh, because i, like I don't uh, okay same same i don't i can't bake for my life um not much of a baker
1: mm-hmm. me either uh, i did bake a cake yesterday but that just shows you that quarantine's making me crazy because i was so bored that i baked and then the moment that i started baking I was like, this is why I don't bake. There's flour everywhere. There's sugar everywhere. Like, you're covered in shit. And you're just like, baking is a messy business. Like, I really applaud those who can bake well and, and, you know, handle that. Because that is not my strength. Uh Uh-oh, I hope I didn't lose you again. Amy, hello? Hi.
0: Hey. Um, so you can hear me now, yeah? yeah. Damn app, I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I saw a video that Mikey posted online on Instagram. Which one? And you and Oasis. You and Oasis were uh were sitting standing socially distancing yeah. <laughs> um out front of his house. And uh yeah.
1: And we live she together, seemed- everybody, as well. So it's not like we met up to do this. Like, we live in the same house. So this is my roommate. So we are following the rules, I promise. Yes, But for yes. Mikey is was supposed to be home in Sault Ste. Marie this weekend. He had a plane ticket purchased and everything to be with his girlfriend and her, and her uh, two boys and his family. Like, Easter's a big deal. And so he was obviously home, not working, couldn't go. And we just wanted to cheer him up, so we baked a cake and made jerk chicken tacos. And you know, not the most eastery dinner, but we just brought him a box of food over, so at least he wasn't like as bummed out. Just tried You're good to cheer people. Up.
0: You're good people. <laughs> I, I was, oh. I was laughing because Oasis seemed like she was, she was having a great time, like laughing and, <laughs> and you didn't say anything in the video. And I was like, Oh no, is Amy pissed
1: <laughs> Oh, not at all. I think I was a few beers deep actually in that. So I, if you see the video, I have a beer in my hand and I'm having a great time. I think I actually, oh, okay. say I'm the one that's like, yeah, we put it all in a basic bitch box for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we found, like, yes. there's this big Fun box, and we just threw everything in there. But they're the one of those, like, subscription boxes where you just, like, get a whole bunch of random <laughs> crap, and you don't even know what's going to be in it. But they're kind of fun.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, and Amy, I did want to talk about this on the record, um, because <laughs> we've spoken about it in the past. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, butt stuff, Amy Gabba?
1: Oh, my God. Of course, you're going to ask me about butt stuff because you got me a shirt for my birthday that says butt stuff on it. Yeah. Because, well, you know, this is not a fair question to ask on the record, but if I were (laughs) into butt stuff, if I were, a person who was might tell other people to, hey, don't knock it till you try, give it a shot. I don't know. It might be for you, it might not be, but you can't say that you're not into it if you haven't tried it at least once. So, it's true. You know. the,
0: the, day you, the day you gave one of my best friends a hard time about that <laughs> may have been one of the best days of my life. So thank you for that.
1: <laughs> oh, God, I remember that. night. You know what? It's not even about the butt stuff. That's like people are missing the point of it all. It's like for people that like, oh. <laughs> like he was kind of going on and on about it being like, no, nope, not into it. It's so gross. It's so this. It's just like I'm super against it. And, like, not even that I fight for it necessarily, but I was like, well, have you ever tried it? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, then you can't say that. (laughs) No, you can't, like, come down on anything, really, unless you've given it an actual chance. It's, like, people that are like, oh, you know, I I hate ska music, no thanks, like, when they hear I'm in a ska band. And you're like, well, have you heard any of my songs? No. And you're like, cool. So you're just, like, judging something you know nothing about. Don't say you don't (laughs) like butt stuff if you've never done butt stuff. And don't say you hate ska if you haven't heard all ska. I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like lo-
0: pure it's human logic essentially is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I feel like, you. Yeah. Speak <laughs> of ska, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a really good weekend of ska music um on this podcast. You're um you're my fri- uh, sorry, you're my next Monday. Um I wanted to make sure I, I spaced it out in Perfect. good time. Uh your next Monday K Man from K Man and the Forty fives is gonna be on Friday. So, oh,
1: awesome! Like
0: legend and uh, you, who in my world is a legend. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited, I Amy. Mean, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ska kind of weekend. So um,
1: amazing! And you just had Kyle from the Filthy Radicals recently, so I like it. There's gonna be like, there's a little ska family action going on here.
0: I know. I think. Uh, I think all weekend we have to play only ska music uh, to to celebrate this.
1: I agree. Ska <laughs> should have its own freaking holiday as far as I'm concerned. Maybe we should start one. Yeah. We'll when call- all this corn shit over Ska like it, I'm sure there is one national Ska day or something. We'll call it Ska yeah. day.
0: It'll be Ska day. It'll just be Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, let's just invent our own and have a big, like a worldwide Ska party. I'd be so down with that.
0: Oh, that'd be so sick. That'd be so sick. Like a Ska festival. Yeah, man. Oh, oh. Now my mind starts turning. <laughs>
1: Well, we have time to plan it, nothing but time on our hands. So,
0: exactly. Your dream, exactly. Come through,
1: use this time and, you know, don't count the days, make the days count, right?
0: Absolutely. Spot on, Amy Gabba. All right, Amy, um, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, where can people find you on social media?
1: Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram, Amy Gabba underscore AF um there's facebook there's an amy gaba in the almost famous uh facebook page but all same with amy dc gaba hayes they all have pages too so there's you can find it easily or amygaba.com
0: correct and make sure you type in Amy Gaba in the almost famous on youtube and okay. check out her music she's incredible oh, um you. yeah very very talented You're musician so so.
1: thank you my sweet friend I Maybe
0: we just got cut off. And, I oh. I love you, Pete. Okay,
1: <laughs> love you
0: too. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the time of the podcast you've all been waiting for—the time for Kennedy's random question of the day. Yeah. Okay. All right, Amy Gabbard, are you ready for the question of the day?
1: I don't know. I thought the one about butt stuff was the question of the day. It's not
0: the question of the day. All right. (laughs) Amy, what is your favorite brand of toothpaste?
1: Oh, I like the Colgate blue one that has the little breath, like Listerine breath strips inside or whatever. I don't know why. But I just really don't like creamy toothpaste. It freaks me out. If you have creamy toothpaste at your house and I use I like won't use it. It's it scares me.
0: All right. Thanks, Amy.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Due to time constraints as a result of this app, this podcast will end in five, four, three, two, one. Good day.